Hey, beautiful people. This is your girl. I'm a success. Your MC with a golden voice. And welcome to my podcast. Now, Umami Conversation is here to share minds and other creatives' life's experience in order to shift our perspective to reach the best versions of ourselves. Get ready as we dive into these yummy, savory, thought-provoking conversations. So, beautiful people, thank you once again for tuning in. This is Umami Conversation. And um, today I have another wonderful, beautiful, smart, wise woman with me here. Her name is Ernestina Francois. And um, I'm actually not going to introduce her. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Ernestina, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, you did that, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> I am good. I'm... <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. It's a, it's a blessing to be here with you today. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, so, Ernestina, like, just tell us. Tell us a little bit. A little bit about you. We don't have to go into details. Um, the, what I do know is, for me, you're 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 a big sister. You're a friend. You're my life coach. You're uh, my leader. Um, but I do know that you do more than that. Um, you're a whole package. So just you know, open up that little, just a little bit for our listeners to know a bit more about who you are and what you're about. Uh, thank you very much, Emma. Um, that that's a big a, a big hat that you just put me in, but <laughs> in a nutshell, I'm just a, I'm just a simple gal with uh, with a mindset that we all need to be uh, there for one another. Mm. That's just me, simple girl raised in Africa, finish up my uh, my life here in Canada, and just want to get people together. That's me. That's all. Nothing like more, that. nothing less. Nothing yeah. less. I like that. I like that. So we're in the month of March and um, this month or the 8th of March is actually that just passed is actually um, women. Is it Women International Day? Is that what they, they call it? Or International Women's Day? Women's Day. Um, and knowing you, um, as you stated, you do enjoy um, bringing people together. Um, I remember that we had a conversation once and um, you mentioned that because you have a, you have a, you have a women's group and um, I'm part of that mm. group. And I remember you mentioned something about how you, even when you're at work, like all you're thinking about is, is this group. It's like, how do we magnify this group? How do we come together? How do we unify one another, uplift one another as women? And I just really want you to kind of, um, share a little bit about why is that? You know, why do you have such a, um, such a heart, you know, for women? Um, how about we started like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for me, um, like you said, um, <laughs> now you put me on the spot. Oh, if, uh, I'm going to keep my, putting my you manager on the spot. Watching, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Yeah. But she still does her work, though. Doesn't my... mean she doesn't work. She still <laughs> does her thing. It's yes, called multitasking. Yes, I do, do my work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and it's called being diversified as well, I like right? That. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's good that you brought that up. My whole mindset has been bringing people together, especially women. Um, and 
I'm actually trying to uh, uh, remember that encounter where I said when I was at work, that's all I think about and uh, and just elaborate on that. I think in our life, we all have a calling. We all have a purpose. We all have a, uh, a way that God uses us to bring the best out of us to the rest of the world. And mine mm-hmm. has been um, just being there and having that mindset to um, uplift others. And so when I'm at work, like you said, when I'm sleeping, the moment my eyes wave, when my eyes are open, the moment I have breath in me, all I'm thinking about is how do I make this world a better place for the next person that I'm sitting next to or for the person mm-hmm. that I'm going to encounter today? That's all I live and breathe. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that really stemmed from the notion of lack for me. Hmm. When I was growing up, um, well, I grew up in West Africa, Ghana, as I stated initially, and mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of lack in the community mm-hmm. that we lived in, even though there was such a flourishing soil. You know, I, I always say like that it's a flourishing soil, like we had a tender soil that growth really can persist. Mm-hmm. I still saw lack. And mm-hmm. for me, that was, you know, like a little child, like a little girl growing up seeing that, okay, if that person give that money to that lady or that other person, they could be in the same boat. They will all survive. They will all mm-hmm. feel good. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see much of that, you know, in that mm-hmm. environment. But then in my little mind, I always knew that if I, if that person give to that person, that person mm-hmm. give to that person and they share, mm-hmm. that would be, that lack would really vanish. It would disappear. Right. And so right. that, I guess, has stuck to me over the years. And everywhere I go, even in North America, I still see that. As a grown person, I still see that. Everywhere I go, I see those lack. And I always have that mindset that if that person share what they have with the other person, we won't have the lack. Mm. And so for me, I guess it stems from seeing that as a little girl and it has stuck with me over the years. And it's just like, that's all I strive to be. Let's share so that there will be no deficiency among us. Anywhere. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's, that's actually very beautiful. Like as a young girl, you you saw it. I mean, what little girl thinks about such a thing? Usually like little <laughs> I mean, I think I think great, great little girls, great little girls think about because I mean, as a little girl, literally from I mean, I, I could just imagine, right? Uh, mm. You will think about what you're gonna get, <laughs> what mom is gonna give you, you know, not what somebody else is not having, right? But I find that you mentioned something, and and that I, I think for you, that's where it comes from. You said. There's a calling that, you know, God places in everyone's heart, right? In everyone's spirit. And it seems like from that very young age, for you, that must have been the calling, right? Because mm. you saw, you saw, um, you saw something wrong somewhere and you wanted to fix it, right? And I think there's there's this saying that um 
you know, when you want to start off a business or something in the sort, look look for what's lacking and find a solution to it. Right. So I I feel that's where it really stems from Mm. that calling um, Mm -hmm. that's on your life to bring um, togetherness and and oneness and and this notion of sharing. But, Anastina, why do you think there is lack? Because we have an, we are abundant. There's so much abundance, and even when you speak about Ghana, I, I mean, I haven't, I, I, I was born there, but unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to really grow up there. Mm-hmm. But going back and seeing the land, and I could see like right behind my father's house, there's a big land out there where he has like his mangoes and all and his trees and all of these things growing, right? But it's like. Why are we still living in such a lack mindset in, in, in this world? Like, I know that's not the convo, but because you mentioned it, I just really want us to, to look there. Like, why do you think there's there's this, I don't know, to call it a spirit of lack or to call it the, the atmosphere of lack mm-hmm. or whatever. But where do you think that comes from? Uh, it's good that you actually brought that up. I have really thought hard about the idea of why and the reason why lack exists. And it brings me to uh, an initiative that I wanted to bring out. And I will, I will state the name of the initiative to make the point of why there is lack. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called ONE, Project mm-hmm. ONE. And Project mm-hmm. ONE literally stand for Opposition never engaged. Hmm. When you have lack in the land or lack in the biosphere or, you know, among people, it means we have an opposing view. Mm-hmm. Right. And if I am in opposition with you, I will never engage with you. And if I'm not engaged with you, I will not know your concerns. I will not know your heart. I will not know where you stand. If I don't know all of that, there is no basis for us to share or engage or be in one, one another. or be one another's support. Mm, wow. Right? So opposition never engage. So the reason why lack exists is because we are in opposing view with one another. And I always go back to this, um, my my little Chinese philosophy, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay? Like, how many Chinese restaurants do you see on a single corner, on a single street? There's a few. There is gazillion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if I ask you to go taste each one of them, it will be different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet these, you know, uh, what they call the streamline of Chinese restaurants, mm-hmm. Or like Chinatown, like if you go to Chinatown. They are not in opposition with one another. As a matter of fact, they will tell you where to buy the same um, soya sauce or whatever. They will tell you Mm. because they are not in opposition with one another because they know the uniqueness of each one of of them, right? And and they also know that if our uniqueness come into a sense of uniformity or we come in one unit, we can overthrow the the real opposition. Wow. 
right? But we don't do that for one another enough. We don't do that. So therefore, if I don't know what your concerns are, how am I supposed to help you? If you don't know mine, how are you supposed to help me? Very true. So therefore, I keep to myself power. I take everything to myself, right? Greed, power, Mm. you know, then all of that manifests itself into that individualism that society sort of prays all the time. Mm -hmm. And then we steer away from one another another. so much so that we don't help each other. Then you see all the pain and the suffering, you know, just keep manifesting itself and it get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And we don't have a handle on it. Like you said, there is so much abundance, so much abundance, but yet there is so there's exact proportionate of lack of lack. That is, you know, Raiding our society, our hearts, you know, as humans. So as women, hmm. <laughs> like you saying this is, is really, it's, it, it is making me think about us, us women. You know, as I said, March is the month or that day of celebrating one another. And basically um, the the Women International Day, I had to like write it down because I was like, mm-hmm. what does this day actually really mean? You know, like, what is it for? And, you know, they say that it's a global day of recognition to celebrating the social, economic, cultural and political achievement of women and girls and raising awareness of the work left to be done. So with that and thinking about the notion of lack and thinking about our uniqueness and, and all of that stuff that you just said, do you think that this, okay, I, I don't want to sound um, negative. So let me just try to like formulate my mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. properly. <laughs> do, do, okay. Do you feel that we have achieved, um, although there is a lot of work to be done, but have we achieved enough? Like, have we done enough as women? And um, when I talk about women, I talk especially about African descent women, about black mm. women, because that is who I am. That is who you are. We are women, yes. Um, but we as African women, African descent women, we play a particular role in the society. That's my my personal opinion. And I wonder, and sometimes I ask myself, do we have we really done enough? Or is it because we feel like we haven't been given the chance to do enough or to do more? Does my question That's make sense? a three-part question right it's, there. <laughs> yes. I want to <laughs> clarify. I want to clarify a bit. Uh, when yeah. you say if we have done enough among ourselves or within the society that we live in in general. Let's let's do both. Let's, answer, let's try to answer both. When it comes to... Um, if we as women, black women, um, uh, have done enough amongst ourselves, ourselves, that's a tough question to answer. I would yeah. say um, we have come to a certain level. We have come. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have come from far. Number right. one, right? Yes. But when we project into what we need to do. If I measure it by what we have done to where we are going, I said the work is still yet to be done. Yeah. As women of color in the society we live in, 
if we have done enough, I would say, no, we haven't mm. done enough because mm. the breath and life of what can be done lies within each person, first and foremost, mm. then coming each of us coming together as a unity mm. to elevate what we have done within ourselves as individual. Now, if we are going to go anywhere or be able to accomplish anything, mm-hmm. and we ourselves don't love ourselves, we ourselves mm-hmm. don't equate ourselves to the standard where we have been positioned and we Mm. ourselves are waiting for someone to validate us. Validate us, yes. We haven't gone anywhere. Yes, yeah. We haven't gone anywhere. And for me, uh, that's the saddest part because even in, and I'll go a little bit of scripture here, it says the old ones will educate and teach the young ones, referring to women. Mm-hmm. But I'll give you an example. Even in my workspace, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have met some African women, mm-hmm. much older than me, wiser, you know, who knows the system, who knows how to navigate, and have come to a certain level. Mm-hmm. Yet, when they see you coming as a young person, and right. I consider myself the young person, by the way. Yes. Yes, <laughs> you are. They see you come in, they look the other way. Wow. Africans. Wow. Right? You would think they will hold your hand mm-hmm. and show you the rope. Mm-hmm. And guide and you. And guide you because mm-hmm. they have gone through those heartache. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of generation, generational, is that I do not have to suffer the same right. fate that you went through. That's right. Because you are going to outpour into me. That's right. And then I will be able to recognize the signs of those heartache you went through so that I can avoid them. But if we're not doing that for the young ones coming in, where are we going? It pivots. It stops. So at the end of the day, sorry for cutting you. So at the end of the day, it's like it's 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 this vicious, vicious cycle where the the older generation, the generation after that, the generation after that are just experiencing the same thing. And as you said, maybe that's the reason why that we're not, I believe, where we could be, you know, because because of that. Wow. And it's funny because while you're speaking it, it the, the word lack came back. The word mm-hmm. lack came back in my mind and, and, and it really is a notion of lack because it's like, it's like, I see you, I see this young, fresh girl coming in, you know, and like, she just finished school, 18, man, 18. right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she has all of the, you, you know, like when you're young and you go into like a new workplace, it's like you have this vim, right? You want to like show what you've learned and everything. You really want to explore and expand and everything. But then they're there and they're just like, oh no, you're not. You're not going to come and take the glory away from me. Like, do you know how hard I've worked to be where I am right now? <laughs> and it's so, and as you said, but you it know what? So this sad. Is it is because the, when you say, when they, they, you know, the mindset is, Oh, you're not. You're not coming to take my glory away. Mm-hmm. You know, it in itself, it's wrong because it if it's your glory, I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Right? 
your glory. I can't take I it. Can't I'm take just it. coming in to bring in a new flavor. That's and right. if you receive it right, your glory will actually manifest in an you know even more increased way, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. What is yours is yours. If it's yours, I couldn't come in and take it. We just have to recognize ourselves and advance each other. Wow. That was loaded. (laughs) That was so loaded. But how do we get out of this? You know, how do we get out of this vicious cycle where we, we are... And, and you know, to be honest, lately, for the past couple of years, I've really seen um, colored women really push, you know, really stand and, and, and stamp their feet and, and tell the world that, listen, we are more than enough. Like, we have every form of qualification that this world needs and more, Um one of my 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 podcasts I had, I was speaking to one of my friends and one of my episodes, sorry, I was speaking to one of my friends and she mentioned that in st- t- statistics in the United States, women are the most, the, 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 the highest, smartest beings in the States. In the, then, in, the in the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. But oh, not, let me, let me make colored, black, African descent women. We are, you know, and, and it's, it's, it, you, you get to a place where you're like, okay, so how can we bring each other? How can we all get there? Where do we stop this vicious cycle and really tell ourselves like this next person, this other, this, this woman next to me is not there to pull me down. And at the end of the day, if, even if, for instance, that is her intention, as you said, your glory is your glory. (laughs) Your, 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 um, whatever light you have is your light. No one could take that away from you unless you allow them to. Right. Um, so yeah, like this vicious cycle where, how do we come out of it? Do we ever come out of it? We could come out of it. Maybe not in my lifetime, <laughs> but we could come out of it. And I always say everything happened in small increments, right? Mm. The first thing that for me, I believe will help us navigate our way out of lack is we have to stop being fearful. Yes. Fear is, is a very powerful uh, tool that really... And I don't say fear in terms of fear that is being put placed upon us, but upon the fear us, yeah. ourselves, yeah. fear within ourselves that, okay, if, if I, then what? Because mm. women tend to do that a lot. Mm. If I go and tell them this, then they will say this, then what do I do? Right. If I try that, or if we should stop the if, fear statement because every time you said if i what you are doing is you are building a barrier Mm. every time you make an if statement you build a barrier that blocks you from piercing through the very thing that is stopping you to move ahead so first we need to stop the fear we have to come to a level where Okay, so I'm going to sound a bit crazy here, but... Go on, sis. We all a little bit crazy. Trust me. Okay. I always say, what's the worst thing that could happen? Mm. So um, 
instead of saying if, I say, what's the worst thing that could happen? If I try, uh, I go and I talk and they laugh at me. What's the worst thing mm-hmm. that could happen? They've laughed. Mm-hmm. I laughed. And then what? So what? Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, when you laugh, did it, was it written on my face that, okay, mm-hmm. I'm a laugh at me when I said something? No. When I turn mm-hmm. around, it's my back that's facing you. My face still look ahead. So I'm still going to move forward until the mm-hmm. last person that stops laughing at me for whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? So instead of me making my if statement, I said, so what? What's the worst mm-hmm. that could happen? Fear. We have to get away from fear. The only way we can get away from fear is to be nonchalant. Be as nonchalant as possible. Like, don't give uh, care to whatever somebody is going, how somebody is going to respond to whatever you do. Mm. Okay. As women, if I'm fearless and if I have my glory intact, if I come to that level of understanding, stating that, okay, I'm fearless, I'm going to go on, I'm going to try and let's see what happens. When we have that type of mindset, it opens doors that we didn't we don't even know exist because now you have made a way for wherever that you want to step you have the ability to step it and it won't matter what comes your way because you have already said you're fearless you have already said so what mm. it's a level of trust that we have to give ourselves mm. to be able to move past whatever that is blocking us to get to where we need to be mm. okay so how do we get away from lack? How do we get to come to that level of love for ourselves and be able to get to a place where we, el- I wouldn't say eliminate lack, lack but lack becomes um, very you know, minor, like very, very minute. minute. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, stop looking at yourself as you are opposing to anything. You are not inferior. No one is. We are all uniformed. Like, I don't know how much of quantum physics that you know, but I don't know how much of, I love you know, quantum physics. But, you know, the universe is our play field. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the more I think in coherence with mm-hmm. Ama, yeah. We start building energy and a force that is mm-hmm. is to be reckoned with. That's as right. long as Amma and I are thinking in that same frame of mind. That's now, right. I'll take you into scripture and just give you a little picture of how powerful this coherency is. Mm-hmm. In Genesis 11, Jesus, God himself, mm-hmm had to come down to disrupt a people that were mm. making this energy wave mm. happen. Because the, the people said... The Babel, right? The, the, that thing they were the building. Tower, yeah. Tower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said, we have one language. Mm-hmm. We are doing things together. Hey, mm-hmm. let us build this. Let's build this tower straight up to heaven. Mm. <laughs> and they were... Very close. And God saw it and said what? Hmm. You know, these people that we made, they have the same language. 
And so their communication, their communication platform has been so powerful that the oneness within them is to be reckoned with. You know what? We need to go down and confuse them. God himself had to come down and confuse them to disrupt the process. Mm. That's the power of oneness. We need to, when we come into that coherence field, like, you know, we're thinking in the same mindset, yeah. irrespective. That, that frequency. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm yeah. doing this and you can see my fingers, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. my fingers are not the same, but the mm-hmm. moment they think together and we are in the kitchen and we're cooking and we're manipulating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything comes in together. One. Yeah. Everything comes yeah. together. Things build. So I think women for us to eliminate, or even as a society, people of humanity, for us to eliminate lack, to make it a silence force, we need our fearless our commitment to one another, our um, uh, inclusiveness to one another, Mm. like our care for one another, be louder. Mm. It has to be louder. But Ernestina, I, I get what you're saying, right? But we live in such a society that is, and, and I have such a hard time saying this word for some reason, maybe because I'm like, I speak French, so some words are hard for me to say. You know, we live in a society that's very, like, patriotical. <laughs> yeah, that word, okay? Um, and that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode with Anastasia Francois. Stay tuned for part two, and I tell you, if you thought that part one was wow, wow, wait for part two, because it is wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Anyways, I really hope that you come back next Wednesday. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, follow, comment, review, you know, all of that juicy stuff. Let's keep Umami Conversation going. And also... Let me know what was your favorite statement that you made. Find me on Instagram at success one Send me a DM and let's continue this conversation. Blessings. <laughs>